long time coming, but I know Big Dog Ball Talk is back on the airways. <laughs> Matt Ankor, Jordan Flegel. Uh, Big Dog Ball Talk, if you didn't know, the number one place for your basketball takes that make you quake. Jordan, uh, you know, we took a little bit of a hiatus over the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Crazy Kwanzaa to all of you, uh, you know, that, that, that celebrate uh, the, the festive season when uh, you know, things are dark, everything's closing, and you, uh, you have to see your relatives. Uh, you know, it's, it's always a, yeah. a, a bittersweet time for some. Uh, but Jordan, you know, we had, uh, you know, we, we and you had a, you know, a, a new, an, another mini reunion. You know, I moved out of the city to try to get away from you. Uh, yet uh, again, once yep, again, we, nice we crossed paths. Uh, this time again, uh, our, our producer, Alex, uh, his band, excuse me, rocking, tearing down the house in our hometown of beautiful, sunny Owen Sound, Ontario. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great night. Crazy. Uh, it was, it was Really was like a little mini high school reunion, Jordan. A lot of people coming up to us. Uh, oh, hey, you got you guys, you guys got a podcast now, don't you? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yes, welcome, <laughs> welcome. I, I'm I'm assuming we have a bunch of new listeners. Yes, Thanks yeah. for uh, for tuning all in. You, uh, all you people who are saying that you listen, this better be you right now. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you, you don't follow us at Big Hello. Dog Ball Talk, but uh, I'll turn the other cheek. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked to multiple people. Yeah, uh, follow us now. Yeah, this we is put fuck. out good shit when when we do when we do mm-hmm. uh, you know the odd time. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, no, but it was good. It was fun, uh, Matt. Uh, good to see you. Obviously, um, you know Alex uh, and excuse me rocked the the house as usual. Um, and uh, but but yeah, I mean it was it was yeah as you say like a high school reunion. A lot of people we hadn't seen in in forever. And uh, but but it, it was good to be back in the hometown. My mother was also there. Uh, oh yes. so that sort of completed. Completed the you know Owen Sound trifecta, so so that was fun. Well, uh, Jordan, I mean, this was a a great uh, holiday season for me. Uh, lots of rest, lots of recoup, lots of regroup, and uh, you know I feel better than ever. Uh, the to, to to be here back on the waves. I mean, uh, get, tell, what was your favorite present, man? What was your favorite gift that you received over the holiday season? Oh, I'll tell you, Matt. Oh shit! I know you know all about this. I got a fucking air fryer. Oh boy! Uh, oh, yeah. I've been using Fry- that thing. Get, rev up those fryers. Here we go. Every damn day. I know you have one. Um, and uh, I mean, as someone, we don't even have room in my tiny apartment for a microwave. So this is like, oh, I'm shit. getting like double the thing because uh, I can reheat shit easily now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, made chicken in it last night. That was very easy. Took half the time it normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Medium uh, rare, I, I assume. <laughs> yeah, me, yes. Yes. I feel a little off this morning, but... <laughs> um, but uh, no, so air fryer is the, the 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 main one uh, that I got. Uh, got got money. Otherwise, my oh, my shit. family's giving up. I on get money. They just give me money. Um, you get money. Honestly, that's been true for like ten years. Mm-hmm. I, I I got gifts when I was like six, and then they're like, yeah. you know what? You're too old for this shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I am. Um, and so, uh, but but yeah, the air fryer is the main one, Matt. Very what nice. about you? Hey, man. Sir. Uh, no, that, I mean, air fryer is good. I actually got another air fryer uh, from my, my brother. Me? Yeah, he didn't think we had one, but I mean, it's like, uh, a, it's like a bigger version <laughs> of the one two. that I've got. So, I mean, uh, okay. you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll start making like a, have a, like a guest air fryer. So when people come over, yeah, they can put it in the guest hey, room. Yeah. Hey, if you, you just at least fire that bad boy up, if you feel uh, the need in the middle of the night, you know, there's some, uh, some lots of sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really uh, yeah. it's up to you um but uh no no the the air fryer is up there it was good um but nice, uh, nice, you know nice. i i think uh one of the better ones man uh, and i know you've had uh, some experience with these uh as well uh-huh. uh i've got a new projector screen Ooh, oh yeah yeah man i'm gonna be yes, using yes, yes, that yes. uh gonna gonna try using that as my my fill-in screen for uh the the, the minted man cave downstairs my my new place so uh, okay. I, think, I think it's gonna be nice, man. I think it's uh, everything's looking up uh, Icorn right now. Uh, love it, love it, love it. But love unfortunately, it. Jordan, nothing is looking up for the Detroit Pistons. Twenty-eight straight losses. We told you we'd be back just to fucking shit on you guys, just to dunk <laughs> on that poverty franchise. The Detroit yeah. Pistons. Detroit basketball is dead. Uh, twenty-eight straight <laughs> losses sets the record for the most consecutive losses oh, no. by any NBA team in all Matt. of history. Matt. 
Do you is... know who they play next? Do you oh, know boy. who they play next? No. With, ooh, Don't tell me. And they're on a back-to-back. Don't tell me. Uh, no, not the, the Raptors. On a oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> you no. know it's going to happen. You know we're going to be the ones. Anyway, go we on. Can't be. I just, that, if I, that I, happens, my, my the podcast is done. Before my eyes. Uh, you know it. You, know it. you they they already know. These guys need to hit 30. They need to really make their make their mark. It'll but be fun. It's fun for everyone. It is fun. the most attention Detroit has gotten since probably the 2004 finals. Yeah, Adam Silver, new in-season tournament idea. Uh, it's just a, it's a three-game, best-of-three series between the Detroit Pistons and the Washington Generals. Let me know who wins. <laughs> who you got? Uh, but yes. for real, the Detroit Pistons, uh, this is insane, Jordan. I mean, 28 straight losses. Uh, that, we already, like, I feel it was two, three weeks ago we, we were talking about it when their losses were around 15 or 16 in a row. We were starting to get concerned. Uh, obviously, the Spurs have been horrible as well. The Wizards, not too much better than both of them, but still a little bit more mediocre than just bad. Uh, this one, Jordan, I mean, like, what have you seen in this that's made you kind of go like, holy shit, like, this is this is this might be the worst basketball team of all time? Because when I see the on-court product and when I look at the roster and everything, like, even last night, like, they went to overtime with the best team in the league, the Boston Celtics. They yeah. weren't able to pull it out, obviously, in the, the end. But, I mean, this team... I don't feel is as bad as their record is, even with all of the horrible shit that's going on. Like, I think at the end of the day, this one really just poorly reflects. Like, I, like, I, I guess I should make the scapegoat out to be Monty Williams. I know we talked about it last time, but this is a guy who was brought in to try and build a winning culture. They're worse than they were last season. So yes. I'm, I'm a little bit confused as to how the direction of, uh, and trajectory of this team has just turned and gone, uh, taken a nosedive this season. Because yeah. uh, as far as I can see, the, the game plan is is not horrible, but none of these guys look like they're, they all look like they're going through the motions. Jaden Ivey came out a little bit fiery to start the game, but other than that, man, like I, I really don't think that uh, that like they, I don't know who, who they can beat. Well, uh, the Raptors is who they're going to beat, Matt. I'm calling it right now. No, I mean, don't I, bring I, this evil into I our along, lives. <laughs> I, along with apparently a lot of other people, just for the fun of it, uh, you know, was really you know I wasn't actually betting real money, Matt. You know, but mm. you know, emotionally, I was betting on them to. Uh, I guess gotcha. the Celtics. That's what I should start uh, last doing. night. Um, and it looked, they were up 20 at halftime. It looked like mm-hmm. it was going to happen. And it looked like, uh, it looked like a very predictable, you know, or, or at least semi predictable way for this to end where it's like, okay, Detroit, now we have this, you know, so we're, we're officially at, you know, 27 games, the longest winning streak of all time. Uh, sorry, losing streak. Um, yeah, I'll give him credit for that, we, man. If we, if we, uh, end this against the best team in the league, that'll be kind of like, you know. Maybe that's worth, uh, you know, a few wins here and, and we can feel really good about ourselves and move mm-hmm, forward. It, fe- mm-hmm. it really felt like it was going to happen. And so then, yeah, when they go come out on fire or up 20, I'm like, this is it. But then I wasn't that surprised that the Celtics came back. I mean, it's the Celtics um, that that's the the flip side of being up against the best team is they they, they can come back on you. Yeah. Um, and uh, but, you know, it, it was close. They fought. They get it to overtime. Um, but this, this game was a good sort of, uh, you know litmus test or like you know um sort of demonstration of how they can be better when you have young guys playing well you know Cade played well you had Jaden Ivey uh who you mentioned played really really well Duran uh a guy we both really like as we say uh double double yet again um but then then you have Bogdan Bogdanovich uh chipping in uh who's the actual only real vet that's actually contributing on this team and like when he can play a little bit better um and and because he's also missed time this year mm-hmm. but he can be out there and provide that you know you know that valve uh, release valve as a shooter he can he can score in a variety of ways still uh he also tripped in 12 rebounds and six assists like didn't shoot it very efficiently at all um no, but no. you know he was still overall a plus for them just for that veteran presence so when i look at the pistons i'm like up and down the roster they just have no vets at all. And I do, I just don't think, you know, with Monty Williams being a new coach, like th- these guys don't really have any sort of comfortability with him or whatever sort of system he's trying to, uh, you know, instill there. Not that they've mm-hmm. had comfortability with really any of their coaches. I mean, Dwayne Casey wasn't much better, um, but at least he was there for, for a little bit. Yep. Um, so it's hey, just, he's still yeah, there young guys. He's still, he's still rocking he, he in the front, the, the front office. I don't really know what yes, he's, he what he's doing. I'm probably yeah, just hating knows? his life. What he's doing. Yeah, I'm saying we, we need to put another big man out there. Um, because, yeah. uh, you know, he's he very old school. Uh, pound the rock, Dwayne Casey. Um, but, except, uh, except if you're Lithuanian, in which case, get the fuck on the bed. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, 
Um, but like the the only other uh, you know the, the other guy they're trying to maybe sort of rely on as a vet is Alec Burks, who has just been really bad this year. Like mm-hmm. just uh, not not efficient, uh, not been very helpful. Um, and and so yeah, all all those things uh, sort of compound, I guess. But I like you, and I think a lot of people. I'm like you. You have Cade Cunningham. You have Jalen Duran. You have some of these uh, guys who you think you know maybe is is it really implausible for James Wiseman to come out and just have a monster game? Just yeah. like, I don't get how they haven't walked into a few more wins here. Yeah. Um, it, because yeah, it's just, they, they, they're not that bad. Like this team is not on the same level as that. Um, like that Bobcats team mm-hmm. or that, that Sixers team that lost 26 in a row. Like those teams were purposely trying to be as bad as possible. Not putting like, not playing their guys, um, uh, you know, who are good. Like, Detroit hasn't been doing has been do, hasn't been doing that this entire mm-hmm. season. They've been putting out their good young players. They've been trying to win. That's what's so weird about this. So so yeah, the 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 fact that they're only at two wins um, is is a bit shocking. Um, and uh, it, now though, it's obviously at a point where you you know, and everyone's saying it. You you don't want to be the team that lets <laughs> that that lets them get their their third. Um, and uh, yeah, it looked like it was going to happen last night in Boston, but just too much in the end. But I mean, if, if you're the Pistons, honestly, an OT loss on the road in Boston, that's got to feel like a win. Oh, uh, I, I mean, all just, things considered to push it to that, that far. I mean, yeah, like it, you were, you were in it, like hang the banners for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I think, I think you were, you, you kind of were alluding to it a little bit there, but the, like, I, again, yeah, I think you, you kind of assume, yeah, like you say with Cade, with Ivy, with Duran, uh, you know, the, the, with the three guys who were all you know, high picks that were supposed to kind of lead you, and they all played well this game. Uh, you'd yep. think that, yeah, you'd be able to at least kind of maybe squeak out the win, but the bench on this team is putrid, just horrible. Oh, I mean, Sorry. Killian Hayes is absolute dog shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Isaiah Livers, you've had some decent games this year, but you cooled back off. You could, you, you kind of hit, hit, kept your back to reality. He's looked like shit. He's got so kind of awkward, quirky game. But, you know, I'm not saying he's bad, but this was not the game to watch for him. Uh, my guy, James Wiseman, who I thought was going to be awesome uh, coming into the NBA, has never done anything of note. Uh, you know, this, it's just no. been a complete bust. I mean, he was fine yesterday, three for three, six and five. Uh, but again, he still just doesn't seem like he cares when he's out there. Like he's just kind of going through the motions, uh, you know, get, getting putbacks and that's it. And then you got a Sewer Thompson who the, you know, he was started the season so hot and now he's only getting 11 yeah, minutes a game. And the yeah. big thing, when you look at all these guys and you throw Alec Burks in the mix, who's, you know, struggled to shoot, you know, four for 13 last night, none of those guys should be on the, like the court at the same time. Like if that's your bench core, that's horrible. Those five guys cannot be the the, the the reserves. They're trying to keep you in the game. I think that's really what is is screwing them. I think we got to stop looking so much at you know these, these top front line guys like because again yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah they played pretty much as perfectly or as well as you can expect them or hope them to play yes. at this point in their yes. careers. But their bench is just so horrible and. You you have some injuries on the team, obviously, but nobody that I think would honestly have made any difference. Like, uh, I, I'm kind of surprised again. Like, you, you you might as well throw on like a veteran guy like uh, like Joe Harris uh, to try and maybe help you out. I, I mean, even Marvin Bagley, uh, you know, had a couple decent games this season. Uh, I yeah. I'm a little confused as to why you know you're keeping some of these guys out. Or again, like you said, a nice uh, maybe just another big try it out, get some of the size. Uh, you know, no beef stew in this one, but. Uh, yeah, quite yeah. a few Which players. Yeah, quite a few players here that uh, you know that that they would probably love to have out there. Uh, you know, Monte Morris also injured uh, right now uh, with a quad issue. So I mean, he event a sure-handed point guard could have definitely helped out the bench as well. But overall, yeah, it's I just think, like yeah. this is just the yeah. most confusing team to watch because on paper, again, like we say, not the worst team ever. But I, I like at this point, I, I don't know when they're going to win another game because the the league is so competitive. It's almost like a team time travel from like. 2009 yes. to now and this is what's yes, happening yes. yeah yeah and i'm yeah i'm, I'm I, I was gonna bring up both beef stew and monte morris yeah two two of their most important guys honestly whether you're you're starting them or they're coming off the bench that they missed um in in last night's game mm-hmm. and, and and monte morris they've missed uh, you know for this extended period because yeah uh, even just to you know whether you start him in that starting lineup alongside Cade or you bring him off the bench um Monte Morris, you know, he he knows how to run uh, an offense and, and can do things for you. I think if he had been out there more recently, 
that they would have been much, you know, much more likely to have walked into a win kind of, you know, like, like we're talking about just somebody getting hot, uh, on, on one of these nights here. It's, 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 it's just strange, uh, that, 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 that it's really been this long without a win for them. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think I, there's guys that they're missing and yeah, th- yeah. Why not throw out Joe Harris? I mean, apparently he's, he's good to go. He's, he's, I think he's dressing for these games. Um, but you know, just, just, a lot of uh, DMP CDs uh, more recently. Just throw mm-hmm. them out there and see if he can hit a few threes. For God's sake, I mean, you you you're desperate at this point. And also that, that uh, again, you know, comparing this team to other bad teams, the report came out just the other day that they are looking to upgrade. They're they're looking <laughs> yeah, at players yeah. like Siakam and 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 OG and the best and time. Fucking, this uh, is awesome. This Tobias is when all Harris. the players want to sign long term deals with you, and you're losing 28 games in a row. He, yeah, it's just crazy. Like I, I think, I think you know, I think the fans there, rightfully so, are kind of looking at ownership and you know management right now and thinking about changes up there because yeah. this is just this has been too much. Um, you know, already they were bad, um, and and this was supposed to be the year they kind of kick it in gear, um, and and they're even worse. Uh, it's it's yeah, something something's just not right. Something doesn't quite smell right. It doesn't really add up. And and the 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 last thing I'll say about them if they actually want to turn this around is it's really not as much about the offense. I mean, because again, you just said all their starters last night did what you can expect them to do. You get, you know, good scoring games from almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and so, and, and again, you take the Celtics best team in the league, uh, two overtime, you, you kind of hang in there at the end, but you give up 128 points. Like if, if, if I'm Cade, if I'm, uh, you know, during any of these guys, any of these young guys, um, you know, or, you know, if, 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 if I'm going to talk to them or, you know, give them a piece of advice, you know, lock in on the defensive end. I, I don't really yep. care what you're doing. You guys are 26th, uh, in, in defense right now. Um, honestly, a little bit better than you probably should be, but still awful. Um, if, if you, if you want to win, uh, you, you've got to also stop the other team from scoring for God's sake. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's not just about your numbers and, you know, everyone's putting up Cade's amazing stats in these last few games. They're like, Oh, uh, you know, can't believe they're not winning, even though he's playing so well. You're going to have to, you know, as a young team, uh, lock in defensively if you want to get any wins. Because that's the other thing about this competitive NBA. You can have a good offensive night. If you're not going to stop someone else, There's the, 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 every team in the league has firepower yeah. uh, to and, and, and is better than you offensively to come and outscore you, even the bad teams. Uh, so you've got to uh, lock in defensively and, and a good, a really good solid defensive effort where, you know, they keep a team under, uh, I'll be nice, even like 105, that that's the game they're going to win uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, whenever they do that, make um, it ugly, you know, not, not when they, not when they go off offensively, because they, they did as much as they could last night and it still yeah. wasn't enough. So they, they got to tighten the screws defensively if they, they want to get a win here. Well, uh, Monday's podcast, we're going to be high alert. Uh, the, if the Raptors somehow don't extend them to 29 losses in a row, uh, it could be the end of I'm us. I'm going to fucking uh, freak out. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. But they look good. They look good. They made the uh, – Darko, you finally listened to us, man. You finally listened. The lineup changed. You look nice. The Wizards aren't really great, but, I mean, they're they're better than the Pistons. Still. So, in theory, we should be able to smoke them. But we'll see. Yep. Uh, to move on, though, talking about smoking the, the, the ops, smoking the haters, John Morant, Jawick back on the NBA court. After serving his uh, that lengthy su- uh, suspension, and he comes back and he's gangbusters. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll just read off the quick stats of the four games since he's been back: thirty-one, four and seven; thirty-six and eleven; twenty-five and eight; thirty-four, six and eight. All wins, no losses. John Moran got double double wins from the Pistons, and he's been playing for three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four wins. I believe that was even uh, at the point that uh, you know the the he came back for the Grizzlies. Like he'd already gotten as many wins as they had without him uh, in that time. Yes. Uh, you know, the Grizzlies really were struggling there for a while. Uh, yeah. This is a uh, you know a, a, an interesting situation for them to be in. Uh, you know, getting their franchise player back. You know, it kind of looked like uh, you know we he was gone for so long, people kind of forget. That this is like an yep. one of the best basketball players on the planet. Like uh, we're, we're we're talking an MVP candidate, uh, generational guy. You know, you, you look uh, past all the off court bullshit that he he's involved in. Uh, you know, team rants out there. Uh, you know, uh, doing weird dances to the crowd court side <laughs> now. You know, the the that clown show is uh, you know uh, its own thing. But yeah, you can't 
shit and you can't doubt on the the player that John Morant really is because when he's on the court, he's one of the, the top five most watchable players. Uh, he's electric, mm-hmm. flies through the air, does it all. And, uh, you know, I, I think that first game was really poetic against the Pelicans. They were down a half, uh, you know, double digits. They, they crawl their way back. And, of course, John Morant's the one who hits the uh, the, the buzzer beater to, to win the game. Uh, yep. Insane performance from him. And, Jordan, I mean, do you think it's a little too late right now in the Grizzlies season? Or do you think there's a chance that John Morant can lead the Grizzlies back? into the uh, you know the play in mix because they're 10 and 20 right now they're five games back of the 10 season Phoenix Suns uh, I, I mean it's a long hill to climb but uh, I mean if you you're already four uh, four and0 in games he's played in his return uh, they lost a big one to the nuggets yesterday but Jaw was out with an illness uh, do you think they could get back here Jordan and uh, you know try and uh, you know be competitive again this year? I, I think that they could. I've, I've been thinking about this just in terms of how it could play out. Like, obviously, I think they can overtake Utah pretty swiftly here. Yeah, because no Utah problem. doesn't have any, you know, real, uh, you know, aspirations. This time uh, next week, they could be by them. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, but but then after that, it's, it's kind of tough. I mean, none of those teams, uh, you know, then that would still be above uh, Memphis in the standings like have any reason to fall off. Like I, I don't foresee any of them becoming surprise sellers halfway through this season and saying, fuck it, we're going to be bad. Like all of them uh, want to be winning. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and so that part's going to be tough just because I, I don't doubt that Memphis can, you know, quickly rack up wins here, but like a, a, a five game difference at this point of the season is, is still pretty big. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, Golden State, uh, we all know how kind of wobbly they have been. Uh, you know, we're going to get into it, uh, but you know, the team right above them in 10th Phoenix, you know, that's still a bit of a, you know, the, the health is not guaranteed with that team. As we talked about in our last, or one of our last, uh, you know, one of our recent podcasts, like they, they, they are not, uh, you know, guaranteed to, to stay winning, um, you know, at, at, at a, at a high clip this year. So mm-hmm. those two conveniently are right there for Memphis to kind of nip at their heels and kind of overtake. Um, so I, I could see it happening because uh, again, like th- they've looked so good when, when, when jaws back in the lineup, like it's just everything they need. It's the one single thing that they just could not, uh, you know, replicate when he was out like a superstar, a guy who demands that much attention, who can go downhill, bring energy. Um, the guy fucking hops off his couch and yeah. is averaging 30. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. we can't get Zion to be, uh, you know, fucking in shape to save his life uh it's 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 he got a new uh, tattoo though but it's off centered yeah. i don't know if that, else noted. yeah i don't know what the hell happened if he squirmed or something or what happened but i was like i thought that oh I, there was something fucked up with God. me for a second when i saw no. it and then there's a gorilla no. and the cross i don't know zion yeah a questionable tattoo all around did did Mariah Mills make you get that mm-hmm. Zion? Uh, I don't know. Maybe what wasn't there that show uh, Tat My Ex or something or uh, something? Yeah, like that? I think I know you're talking. Some sort of reality about. show where you go and uh, you 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 yeah make a tattoo for for your ex. I think that's probably what happened. He, he won't admit it, but uh, yeah, maybe just move it over slightly, Zion. It's a you, lot you of can canvas. Expand it, expand it so that you know you don't have to. You know what I mean? You, you can fix it because uh, yeah, he was getting uh, you know clowned on on X. Uh, so so yeah, fix that Zion. But uh, yeah, with 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 Jaw, it's like he he he's brought back the the life to this team. He's like a fucking vaccine. It's like everything else makes sense now. Everyone can go down in the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Desmond Bain now can score thirty and have it be like an additive thing. Whereas before, it's like oh Desmond, you're gonna have to score thirty if we're even gonna win here. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you know the other night uh, in in one of their more recent games, you know they come back to beat the Pelicans again in uh, overtime by one. Um, and and I think it was that game. Both Jaw and Desmond had you know a bunch of points plus twenty and seven assists each. And that's just such a great thing to have in your backcourt now. Like because when Jaw was out. Desmond had to sort of assume those responsibilities of being more of a primary ball handler. Now he doesn't have to do it as much, but he still has those skills and kind of spread the ball around. And they can, with, with the, the attention those guys draw, you know, the, 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 the rest of the team is getting more open kind of practice threes. They're all going to shoot better, I think. Um, and, 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 you know, Jaron Jackson uh, can go back to just, you know, being a defensive presence, uh, you know, chipping in where he can offensively. So everything just makes sense with this team. Now they're kind of, it looks like they have that kind of swagger that they've had these last few years. Obviously they don't have Steven Adams, still one of their most important guys that they're still not a perfect team. Yep. They're still not a perfect team and they're not as good as they have been. And they're not going to be this year. 
Um, not to mention, you know, this 10 game deficit, you know, under 500 that they find themselves in. But yeah, I think they can, they can climb up. I would not be surprised if they sneak in to the 10th seed, but, but at the same time, I, I would be surprised if one of those other teams, you know, if we're talking about Golden State or Phoenix does fall out. So I wouldn't, as of right now, I wouldn't bet on it, but you know, I, they're, they're clearly going to make a run for it. And I think it's going to be close coming down the wire. So I could kind of see it going either way. Yeah. And, and I mean, again, like I, as big of a believer as I am in this Grizzlies team, uh, you know, I still, I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe that they'll, they'd be able to crack into that. Like it's possible for sure. What, but I yeah, think at yeah. the, the end of the day, they kind of need a, like one of those teams ahead of them to just implode. Yes. Which, you know, yes, one of the exactly. ones that I kind of look at is the Golden State Warriors. You know, there's a lot of talk yep. about, uh, you know, how the and, and they're even on the outside looking in right now, I believe. Uh, I think they're 11th right now. Yep, the 11th, Western yeah, Conference. Yeah. So that's a team yeah. that, you know, they, you need to jump as well. They, they might be making a fire sale at some point here. Uh, you know, we're going to get to it in a little bit here on the podcast, talking about the Suns, uh, maybe even the Lakers, the Pelicans. Like, there's a couple teams where I, I don't quite trust all the way, but uh, you know, the uh, another boost for the Grizzlies, and you know, I don't know if he's there for, to stay. Maybe they can make something happen with it. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, they they got John Morant back, but you know, overshadowed by that. Uh, you know, they've also got Marcus Smart back, who uh, you know is yep. a, a former Defensive Player of the Year. He's got a lot to give on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, I he, I don't really like him as a small forward, uh, essentially on this team. Him and Desmond Bain kind of playing on the wing to Jaws point guard. Uh, not really. I I I, I just. We've seen this three-point guard lineup experiment so many times, and it's always failed. And these are the three like least convincing that I would ever you know pair up to to think that this would be able to work. So uh, I, I think yeah. that maybe there's another move there. Maybe you move uh, Marcus Smart. I don't really think you touch the jaw or the Bane uh, backcourt there combination. I think those two can can really get something done together. But uh, as far as you know, the rest of the lineup goes. I think they need to do a little bit of tinkering, uh, a little bit of allocating of some assets here. And, uh, you know, I think it all kind of revolves around Marcus Smart. I know he was uh, going for a premium, uh, a, a high hay penny in the offseason. I don't know if he'll uh, uh-huh. quite attract the same, uh, same uh, you know, stock right now. But uh, I, I would like to yeah. see them maybe make a move here, see if they can get them, uh, you know, some kind of a bigger forward uh, to throw in there, help out, uh, yeah. you know, Jared Jackson Jr., who's having a pretty rough season uh, as it is. So, uh, you know, yeah. interested to see what the Grizzlies decide to do here on out to to kind of push their way through with John Morant. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, they've always that uh, you know, make fun of Dylan Brooks all you want, but he was their only big wing mm-hmm. uh, that they even had. Uh, yes, he was an imperfect player, but they they really miss him this year too. Yeah. Um, and and so now they're even you know they're even thinner uh, in that you know front line. You know, not not at the very you know, end of the, the front court. I mean, it, it, with a full healthy team, if you have Jordan Jackson, Jr., Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, that's, that's a good, you know, big man rotation. But mm-hmm. again, they're, they're without two of those three now, um, uh, you know, for, for the year basically. Um, and, and, and then below that, yeah, you lose Dylan Brooks. You don't have any sort of, you know, big wings that can shoot that, you know, that, that position that every team uh, sort of circles as the most important one. So yeah, they're, they're still, uh, you know, as I say, sort of imperfect uh, and have been this whole time, even when they've been good, like they've been, they've been good despite not having that. But yeah, it, you know, if, if they are really serious about salvaging this year, um, then, then yeah, I would, I, I, yeah, see, see, go test the market, see what you can get. I mean, they've been linked to OG Ananobi mm-hmm. uh, these last few years. As uh, has you know, everybody. Like a lot of other teams. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they've also been without Luke Kennard, uh, recently for, you know, for a lot of December, he's, I think he's ready to come back if not already back. And, you know, he, he will help them uh, again as just something, somebody with size that can shoot it. Um, but they, they need to upgrade there, but like, I, I just don't know. I don't know if this is necessarily the season to do it. You've got all these guys out, um, you know, for, for, for an extended period of time, you're, you're way below 500. I, 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 I would say just you know, take, take this season as, as a chance to just see where you get, see if you can make it in, uh, you know, to that, to that play in final play in spot with the team that you've got. But I, I wouldn't necessarily throw all my chips in on this year because mm-hmm. it just feels, feels like a weird time to do it. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. They, they might be desperate to, uh, to, to win. Um, so, so there's certainly a team that, that could make a move, but I, I don't know if I would do it now, mm-hmm. but, but, it, that, that, but they'll be the, one of the more interesting teams to watch this entire way. Cause they're going to be, going full out you you know John Morant the rest of these guys uh they're they're in, in their mind you know they can win every game 
Well, uh, this illness that John Moran suffered came very funnily uh, right after their media team posted the photo of him catching the, the, the oop, throwing it down, and yes. then uh, you know firing shots off into the 10th row. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> yes. was uh, – John, I think you need to go back to the, the counseling, the therapy, whatever the hell they had you yeah. in. Get uh, help. Yeah, get, get maybe help, the man. skims aren't helping out. Uh, try, try something else. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, moving on. Uh, we have to have a talk here, Jordan. It's about the little guys. We gotta. We, uh, everybody always, you know, looks at uh, looks past the little guy. Looks out. Looks out for the little guy. Uh, but they're never yeah, really yeah, respected. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and Becky Hammond, nice former guys. Uh, former yeah, nice guys, nice class. Uh, we're nice guys, man. We're nice guys. Uh, I mean, it's we got to get fair. get two nice guys. Uh, yeah. But uh, Becky Hammond, uh, the former Spurs uh, assistant coach, uh, now current Las uh, Vegas Aces head coach, uh, came up and was talking uh, about Jalen Brunson and. Kind of funnily enough, was singing his praises, but did mention with the caveat that she did not believe that you know he is going to be a you know that one A guy, that guy who's going to lead a championship team, and that's just based on historical facts. Only a few guys have ever done it. Uh, you know the the two that a lot of people circled, you know Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas, uh, you know the Big O. I think you could probably look at as well from way way back. Uh, but even he was a, a bigger statured guy than, compared to those two, especially. But it is a height-dominated game. I mean, that's why you don't see, uh, you know, us running around up there. Uh, any other Bob Cousy-looking <laughs> motherfuckers, uh, you know, the game is dominated by uh, by the bigs. Uh, no matter what uh, way you want to spin it, no matter how much uh, three-point shooting becomes a premium, the bigs, yep. the size is always what matters. Uh, and, and, you know, Jordan, I, 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 a lot of people were giving her flack. A lot of people were, you know, kind of trying to shit on her, saying that Brunson, you know, wasn't as good as, uh, you know, she was making him out to be. I mean, I, I personally, man, when I heard these, I was like, this is why are people even up in arms at all about this? This is makes 110% like, of sense to me. I, I yep. No, yes, you cannot win with Jalen Brunson as your number, your one, number one guy. Like, yeah, you can maybe get to the conference finals if you have a really good team, but, like, he is not that guy yet. I, I, and maybe yeah. he probably never will be. Uh, you know, this is um, an all-star level guy. Like, like there's nothing – wrong with Jalen Brunson as a player whatsoever. You know, one of the best guards in the NBA right now. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's true. Uh, he's not that great defensively. You can pick on him. It's not like a guy like a LeBron James, Kevin Durant, a, a Shaq, like these huge physical specimens that even though, you know, let's say they have an off night here, at least that they can hold their own athletically size. There's so many other ways you can impact a game if you have a guy of that size. Whereas if you're six foot two and your jump shot's not falling and uh, you, know, you can't really get your passes through, you're feeling the pressure – you pretty much become a complete liability out of there on the court uh, at the NBA level. So I, I mean, when I heard her comments, yeah. I thought it was a no-brainer. But uh, we know we know there's a lot, a lot of box score watchers, uh, a lot of no, no ball knowers uh, out there as well, and and also a lot of people that probably just want to shit on her because she's a woman talking hoops. So I mean, I, I'm interested to get yep. your take here, Jordan. Classic. Uh, you know how, how you feel uh, Becky Hammond's comments weighed up. Uh, are you do you think that uh, there's some validity to what she's saying, or uh, you know, do you think that uh, maybe uh, she she's she should uh, you know, take her, take it back, take it back, <laughs> rescind your comments, take it back, please. Yeah. Resign. Um, no, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't see how they're that, uh, you know, controversial or anything. I, I don't think she was, I think people, yeah, are, are trying to spin it that she's saying that he's just not good enough, but that's not, I think that's the opposite of what she's saying. I think she's mm-hmm. saying he's very good, but there's only so far a guy like that can take you, um, yeah, like you're saying, based on the historical precedent, uh, you know, it, it's it's and and I've also heard other media members say that. I mean, Stephen A. Smith for years says, you know, he he's wary of he calls them miniature guards like small guys mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of, you know, yeah, how, how far they can take you as as the best player on a team. Now, where I think it's kind of nuanced is that I think many times the, you know, point guards like Jalen Brunson are like the most important player on teams and really good teams and championship teams, but they're not like the best in terms of, you know, who has the most scoring load, who has the most, uh, you know, responsibility to go out and, 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 and hit, you know, physically hit the big shot. Um, like even, you know, uh, again, I always hearken back to this, like the 2019 Raptors run, we, we all know Kawhi was the most important, uh, and, and sort of, you know, best player on that team. Um, but Kyle Lowry played like an invaluable role, uh, you know, especially in the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had some rough series, you know, before then. But overall, he put together a really good, uh, you know, playoff run that entire year um, and was just, you know, they, they wouldn't have won without him, without a guy who can, you know, do a variety of different things, 
not as that primary scorer, but, you know, as that guy who can fucking take charges and, and set people up and run an offense and sort of think the game and, you know, you know, make play calls on the fly, all, all the things that he was able to do, hit timely shots himself, like all those things are important. Um, but as, as yeah, a, a, a point guard, unless you are those, those big guys like Oscar or Magic or, you know, point guards with a hell of a lot of size, um, it's just, yeah, yeah it, 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 it just, it's almost like a, you know, a law of physics. It's just hard to, uh, to, to be that guy who's, you know, going out scoring 30 points, hitting the dagger every night. It's just, yeah. there, there's too many guys who are bigger than you who can, uh, sort of con- control where you go on the floor and, or at least limit what you can do on the floor. Um, and, and it's always been that way, but, but like, yeah, you brought up, you know, Steph and, um, uh, and, and Isaiah Thomas, Steph is obviously, you know, the, the, the best example, but Steph is different than most players. Most players can't, hit and, sh- you know, hit shots with the range that Steph has. Uh, you know, he, th- there's no one even close who even touches him as a shooter, you know, especially mm-hmm. when he was in his, you know, prime with a great Golden State team around him. Um, that, 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 that's even then, sort of a different... ring, Steph, Kevin Durant. Well, well, that, that's the thing. You look at him, Steph has four rings, but only one finals MVP. That is because once you get to the highest level and, you know, especially, you know, even into the finals, Steph kind of struggled like you know he he's still had great games but he he was not at the level that he had been in in previous playoff series or or you know at the you know during the regular season that Iguodala um, finals and, MVP really didn't age well I, it was already no, but, a little weird but back it happened. then but yes it did happen yeah like and there was it, it wasn't that outrageous Should at the time to like Delhi it, it, or LeBron yes i know i know but like that again demonstrates that it's like when you have a really good you know team that's you know uh, on on the other side locked in defensively on you if you are small it's really hard to uh to to break free of that no matter how good you are um and uh and even in the case of isaiah thomas he he, they they win back-to-back uh you know championships detroit uh in 89 and 90 um isaiah thomas was undoubtedly the best player on both those teams but Mm -hmm. he only got finals mvp one year joe dumars got it the other year Mm -hmm. because he's a little bit taller uh can score uh you know a little bit more you know easily uh and and that's just the way it goes so yeah i don't think it was disrespectful i don't think she's wrong um and uh you know when i look at jalen brunson i think he can be uh again kind of like the the most important guy on a championship team, like the guy, the guy who runs the offense and, and who himself still scores a bunch uh, and, and kind of is con- in control of things, but he needs a guy who can, you know, score 30 to his 25, who can mm-hmm. be be better than him on that side of the floor, just in terms of, you know, the, the, the shots that they go and get, you know, like a, a, a big wing or even a, you know, a power forward, a big guy, whatever it may be. You, you really do, uh, you know, and it, again, unless someone, yeah, someone might eventually come around and change the mold here and, and be a small guard who, who, who proves us all wrong. But, but yeah, for now, I think Becky Hammond's right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's that you, you need, you just need size, especially yeah. today. I mean, the league's trending back towards size. It looked like size was kind of on the out and out or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it wasn't, wasn't going to matter as much. All that didn't last very long. That didn't last very long. Um, and, and so, so yeah, I, 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 I agree with Becky. Um, I, I stand with her. Yeah, we, we stand with there. Becky, pro Becky podcast. Uh, Becky, yeah. come come coach the Raptors maybe in a couple of years. Uh, Please. There, there, there may be a vacancy. It'll be awesome. Uh, but to no, cap I love off, you, Darko. Sorry. Cap off that, the podcast. That was reactionary. Here. Darko, I'm still on your bandwagon. Man. Uh, dear, we're, we're still in the feeling out process here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Darko. It's like when, uh, it's like trying to, if I, I don't have a daughter. Uh, so this is all imaginary. <laughs> not yet. Uh, but uh, at least you're trying to date my daughter here. I'm not going to just fucking, you know, be cool with it right away. You know, you got to prove, <laughs> okay. you, you prove yourself a little bit here, Darko. Uh, okay. You know, this is, uh, we're, we're still in the feeling out process. You know, so far yeah. you've made some mistakes. She's come home a little upset. I can tell. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you, you got to do better, yeah, man. That's, yeah. uh, you know, things are looking up. You bought her an iPad for Christmas. Uh, there we go. Moving on. Kevin Durant, once again frustrated. Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, off the air. His his next part of his journey. He's uh, he's already looking on. Oh my God! If this is true, Kevin Durant frustrated with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we mentioned them a little bit earlier. There, fifteen and fifteen, right in no man's land, the ten seed in the Western Conference. This again. Uh, I, I feel like this is a, a, a hard to say, but I mean, we, we, we could have said it. We told you guys that this was going to be a problem when you loaded all three of your players kind of around the same positions, and then one of them has been out almost the entire year, and even when he played, it's been mm-hmm. mediocre. Then you've got a shitty bench and not really any future, nothing to look forward to. And I, like, I honestly, I'm looking at this. Would this, like, the Suns would be better if they just 
never made any moves. Like maybe you could have fired Monty Williams and moved on from that whole scene. But this sure. team, this team, this team would be better still if it was the Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton core. Uh, you know, you could have had yep. way more de- depth on that bench. Those guys had already proven that they can win together. I mean, Devin Booker's only getting better and better. And I, again, I, we have said when they when they got Kevin Durant that uh, you know this could potentially you know, hurt his growth. I don't think yeah. it has. I think uh, you know Booker's been insane. Like uh, we we talked about that. Who's the big dog uh, between Book and KD? Uh, but obviously, this just isn't really working to the extent. Like like, like Nurkic has been okay. Eric Gordon has played way above his pay grade. Uh, you know, uh, filling in for Bradley Beal, even Grayson Allen's trying to help out when he can. But this team, like uh, again, like the reason KD's frustrated because you can see the right on the wall. This is just like what happened when they played the Celtics when he was in Brooklyn. Like. They, they they are outmatched. They are. There's no way that they could compete with like the top top teams in the NBA right now. Like maybe there's a couple you could take to a deep series. Uh, if you and Deep Book play super well, similar to how the Nuggets uh, series went last year, but they just don't have the pieces right now. They don't have the depth. They don't have the the mental fortitude. They don't have the the togetherness, the cohesiveness. This whole team just seems like they're 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 going through the motions, playing it out. And uh, you know, I'm I'm worried about the Suns right now, Jordan. This. Uh, uh, three and seven in their last ten. Uh, I, I I I don't really know. I think the finger maybe is more pointing to the management uh, for how badly this roster was constructed. Uh, but you know the 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 fan base of the NBA they're they're looking for blood, and uh, right now Kevin Durant uh, he's running for high water. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, of all the times where it's been like, okay, really, Kevin Durant, like you're 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 gonna jump ship again, you know, all, all these things. I kind of get it with this one. I mean, the 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 moves that have been made, uh, as you say, uh, just don't make any sense to me. Like all these, uh, you know, the 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 entire gutting of their championship team has just I, like I, I haven't liked almost any of them. It was obviously mm-hmm. to go get Kevin Durant, fine. You have to give up a lot you know, including Bridges, Johnson, you know, everyone that they had to give up for that. You do that because it's Kevin Durant. But, but yeah, since then, like if, if the issue, I, I get that the entire team seemed to be sick of DeAndre Ayton, but if the, if mostly the issue was between Dominating. him and Monty Williams, yeah, Dom, if, if yeah, mostly like the, the, the issue with him, like then just move on from the couch and keep, keep this young center who can actually do things for you. Uh, you know, yeah. can actually, you only took him with the number one overall pick. Can, can, yeah, like, like, so th- that, that felt a little bit, you know, rushed, rash, you know, whatever the word you want to use, because immediately it's like, oh, they're, they're really, really fucking, uh, you know, uh, thin now on the front line. You're relying on Yusuf Nurkic, who hasn't been on the court uh, for the last three years, basically, and can't really move anymore. Like, mm. I, I, again, he, he's had some games where it's like, okay, I see the vision a little bit this year, but it's not been consistent at all. And he, yeah. uh, to start out the year, he couldn't hit a layup. He was terrible. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, overall, it's a huge downgrade from at least the potential that Aiden could give you. Um, and like, I don't know, like people are so, people are so like transient in the NBA now. It's just like, whatever, it's transaction. Oh, this guy doesn't work. Let's move him out. Let's go. There. Oh, this guy's mm-hmm. not working. Like in the old days, Devin Booker and Chris Paul would have a problem with DeAndre Aiden. They'd have to stick it out for fucking the next eight years and they're just going to have to fucking deal with it. Fight a practice. Yeah, just you know, deal with and and that's how you come together as a team and you actually get through these things. You get over things. You don't just the second any time is anything is going wrong or or one guy is acting in a way that the you know the rest of the team doesn't like or there's an issue, just move on and think it's like you know it's it's two K. You can just make a trade and filter in the guys. I mean, the, yeah. this is like a the, the my biggest pet peeve with the, with the modern NBA. It's just like yeah, no wonder we go. It's been happening with the Clippers for years. It's like they, they don't actually play. This is the first time they're actually all playing together, mm-hmm. and they wonder why they're actually good now and 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 can actually put some 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 wins together because yeah. they're actually on the court and 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 you know becoming a team. And that's just something that the Suns just apparently just gave up on. Um, and then you do the same thing with the the, the Chris Paul move, bringing in Bradley Beal, who again we someone already plays shooting guard on this team who's better than you mm-hmm. um and so younger you push him stronger younger, taller push faster <laughs> everything it's um, more bitches congrats than you. by the way congrats by the way of this guy we're talking about Devin booker he got a he got a sister uh congratulating uh you know his dad uh luca the other day on uh, ah, uh having yes, a daughter so anyway congrats on that uh it's a nice little family dynamic there but um you know you, you bring in bradley beal uh, uh 
aside from all the fit issues, also hasn't played a lot, uh, you know, in recent years, has missed a whole bunch of time. So, you know, we, again, every time we talk about this, you know, we, 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 we don't have to rehash the whole thing. I, th- I think, you know, everyone knows we, we, we don't really like uh, how that whole trade went down, but just this idea that, you know, and it's new owner syndrome as well. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Ishbia is like, you know what? Now, now, yeah, let, let, let's get an even better guy, an even better guy. I mean, like, let, let, let's go, let's go trade for James Harden now. Like, all you know, th- this is the kind of the attitude um, that he seemingly has of just, you know, which again, a lot of new owners kind of come in and want to do. Let's just throw out the most superstars we can on the court. I'll foot the bill, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 that's how we're going to go win. But you know, right now they're they're fifteen and fifteen. Um, and, and, and it looks like, uh, you know, it, at least in KD and Devin Booker's case, they're, they're both a bit run down. Like it's, it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's so much on their shoulders. They have no foundation of a team that can sort of carry them to wins. If either of those guys miss time. Um, and, and I just don't see, even if they bring it all together, like I said, in one of our, yeah, one of our, the more recent times we talked about this, um, I don't see how any of them are going to be fresh enough for the playoffs, uh, even if they're all out on the court, which again is a stretch. Like I, I, I would be very shocked if through four rounds or whatever, they can all, uh, all three of those guys be out there. And and that's notwithstanding the fit issues that they already have, even if they were out there. So like, yeah, all, all, all the moves that they've made have not been good. So I don't really blame Kevin Durant in this one as much as I have in other stops. But at the same time, like KD, I'm sorry, you're stuck here. You've forced your way out of too many situations here. You've, you've, you know, you jumped ship to Brooklyn. That didn't work out. You can't move again. I'm sorry, buddy. You're just going to have to, you know, struggle through with Bismack Biombo and, and yep. Utah Watanabe. I'm sorry. Hey, Bismack's not, Bismack's not there anymore, guys, man. Though. Show him some respect. He's, 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 he's not? holding it down. Oh, in, yeah, he's with the uh, Grizzlies. Now. Uh, they wish. They got <laughs> Drew it. Eubanks now. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right, you're right. But, Jordan, I mean, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're talking with Kevin Durant being frustrated, wanting to move on, find a new place. And there's only select teams that he can really fit into. You know, he only wants to ring chase. Uh, but, you know, you got to find teams that still have assets that you want to get back. He wants to go to the Celtics. No. Jordan. The Celtics or the Timberwolves? The NBA scriptwriters, man, they're on it. This is written on the wall, written in the stars. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world that I'm coming home. The OKC Thunder sick. could throw like four first round picks at oh, this guy, Lou Dort, and like one other player, like a prospect, and get Kevin Durant back on the OKC Thunder. That would be fucking yeah. poetry. That would be insane. Uh, and then the, I'll just send you the 50 bucks right away. But that would be yes. like, like, Jordan, there's no better story in the NBA the, the whole season that could be uh, Kevin Durant's homecoming to the OKC Thunder. I don't know if they want to do it, but I mean, he probably only has three, four seasons left. I yeah. I don't know. If I was the Thunder, I would be, the second you hear he's frustrated, I would be making phone calls. You know, you'd be unburning the jerseys. You would be doing yes, everything yes. you can because I think you had uh, KD to a prime, uh, this SGA, who's one of the, the, the top three guard in the NBA right now. Uh, you know, yeah. Chet, who's looking like he's going to be a, you know, a future all-star that him and Katie and Chet, those lanky long boys running around like that would be a sight to see as well. I, I think this, oh, yeah. th- this team would be a title contender, uh, you know, for sure. If they were That'd able to get fun. KD, but is, is there anywhere else you could think of that uh, you think KD would be interested in going? That would make sense. Come to Toronto, KD, come to Toronto. You like Drake, 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 you, him and Drake will hang out all the time. He's got the, you know, he's got the, the KD tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. So Toronto, obviously number one. Um, I just joked about it, but I mean, hey, you know, Minnesota, if they were, you know, willing to throw Cat in 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 uh, a trade for for Kevin Durant, I mean, Devin Booker and Cat, college teammates, get them back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they tried to play in, together uh, before in, in, in Phoenix. Yeah, uh, you know, you'd have to. I'm not sure where those two salaries are at. I'd have to look at it, but uh, uh, you know, they're probably pretty comparable. I think Cat's is like close to like forty million or something fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't be too hard to make it work. Uh, and, and KD, obviously, you know, when he, when he chooses to jump ship, he wants to go to, you know, the best team in uh, either conference. We know this. Um, so, so, and, and like, you know, I, I don't think that's a very realistic one, obviously I'm being a little bit, uh, you know, sarcastic, but if it were to happen, if they were down, uh, what an interesting team that would be on Minnesota. Mm-hmm. If you have, uh, you know, just swap out, um, cat for, for KD basically with, with Gobert next to him, the shooting and, and, 
offensive firepower that that team would have would just be insane. And still they wouldn't uh, sacrifice. I don't think any of their defensive uh, capabilities. So maybe Minnesota um, outside of that. I mean, you know, he, he'd be awesome on Philly, but you know, Philly does not, I don't think have the, the resources to be able to go and get him without giving up someone like Maxi, which you know mm-hmm. they, they would not do, but you know, I, the OKC one is obviously the, the most poetic, the most, uh, you know, the, the, the juiciest. Um, but y- you look at other teams. I mean, it's all, it, it, unlike some of these other guys we've been talking about on the trade block who don't fit anywhere, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant would fit literally every, oh, yeah. everywhere any and team, anywhere. anywhere so, yeah. so any of these teams would get it. It's just who who would be willing to, you know, give up enough uh, that, that Phoenix would be like, okay, I'll take this. Uh, there, there's no, there's Kevin Durant is so good. There's not really any current players that you would trade for him uh, where it would be kind of an even trade uh, in terms of, you know, Phoenix still being able to be as good. Um, so it would, it would only be if Phoenix was like, all right, let's, let's just put our eyes towards the future here. Just get as many picks and, and young players as we can. So, so that, that would be OKC. That would be an interesting way. But I think, I think Phoenix would ultimately, if this is going to happen, I think Kevin Durant would have to, you know, formally request a trade after Phoenix really keeps, keeps being bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not out of the question here, Matt, because, you know, Devin Booker could go down with an injury at any point, uh, you know, knock on wood, he does not. Um, but, uh, this is something we should be keeping an eye on because, you know, when mm-hmm, Kevin Durant mm-hmm. moves trades teams, it's, uh, it's a big deal. It's because it's like, it's almost like an annual tradition. It's, it's Honestly, yeah. really, uh, you know, a thing I look forward to every like, year. Like the Torah and trade Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, man, uh, it's, it's definitely possible like to, to, to get a guy like, uh, Kevin Durant moved and, uh, you know, it's, it's always New interesting York? to hey, Imagine I, him in New York, I, swap uh, him out with Julius. That, that would be uh, a great move as well. Uh, I know this one's uh, not never ever going to happen, but I mean the Orlando Magic. I'm I'm kind of politicking for these guys. I mean you trade Why Franz not? and uh, Franz with some pieces. You know you throw KD on there with Paolo. I don't know. Maybe they can make some noise. Yep. Uh, but there's quite a few uh, you know teams. Dallas, Dallas. I'm sure Dallas would love would to get somebody else. Uh, you know help Luke Dallas out a little bit. Uh, you know the, the, I, he, you'd have to trade Kyrie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be awkward. Uh, a little bit awkward. Hey, but hey, maybe maybe it would fit better. Him and uh, D yep. Book uh, with Beal, uh, they would let up a billion points a game per game. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but we let us know where do you want to see Kevin Durant end up if he's going to end up anywhere? Do you think that he could pull it out and uh, make something happen here in Phoenix? Uh, but let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. Give us a follow. We all know you're listening. We all know you're out there. You've confirmed it to our fucking faces. Uh, so give us a follow at Big Dog Ball Talk, or you lie to our faces. Which is it? Are you a liar or are you uh, are you not faithful to us? Which is worse? Uh, I mean, yeah, but both equally bad, punishable by I don't know death. Uh, Matt, yeah, death, sure. Yeah, mm, so, yes, okay, death, uh, death upon you, horde of locusts on your house. Uh, give us a follow Deuce. at Big Dog Ball Talk. We will be back next year, twenty twenty four, baby. Here we go. This is going to be the year of the big That's dog, right. just like every other year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back. Probably Tuesday. When? Monday. Monday. Uh, I think we'll be uh, dead. Dead to the world. Yeah, yeah. Not Monday. Sorry, everyone. It's yeah, a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday, guys. Give us a fucking break. Uh, big Dog Ball Talk. Medic or Jordan Flegel. See you guys on Tuesday, 2024, January 2nd. Woo-hoo. And as my good friend Jordan always says. It's good to be a big dog, but don't overdo it. Like that big dog mm. who bit up Aaron Gordon's face. Yes. Uh, that, not cool, yeah. big dog. Not cool. He that was too stitches. much. I've I've done my own, you know. I've, I, I as a dog, I've I've attacked before, but I've kept it. <laughs> yeah. I've not, not injured anyone. Attack anything, dog. But, you know, you, no, but it's cool to you know like show, show assert your dominance that type of thing. Mm. You took it too far, big dog. You took it too far. I'd like to see this dog. It's probably like a pit bull or something. Some of it. It's gotta be. It's gonna be. It'd be funny if it was just like some mangy little uh, like a like a Jack Russell <laughs> or something. It's really one of your dogs. Yeah. One of your dogs. Where were your dogs the night that this happened? By the way. No comment. No, no comment. All right. Here we go.